Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of January 28th, 2019. This week we welcome Gregory of the band Saved by the 90s. They will be in Fort Lauderdale at Revolution Live. And that is on February 1st, this Friday. And who would have thought? That's actually my birthday. So we'll be celebrating it out there with the boys and girls of Saved by the 90s at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. Tickets are available, Ticketmaster.com, or just visit the RevolutionLive.net website to get more details. All right, this com- coming up more. We got a whole lot coming up here in the Roman Show. Stay tuned. The Roman Show starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, go. Fly. Guidance, the Roman show with your host Rodolfo Roman Well, welcome back, everyone. It's another episode of The Roman Show. And uh, as they're uh, stated in the beginning of The Roman Show uh, episode, or in the beginning of the episode, uh, Saved by the 90s, uh, Gregory will be on the program to talk about this weekend's program or show at Revolution Live. It's, uh, it's my birthday, February 1st. So if you can make it out there, we'd love to see you at Revolution Live. In Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Tickets are available. Ticketmaster.com. We're going to party it up by uh, jamming, dancing, the whole nine uh, to Saved by the 90s. They uh, cover several tunes, some of the, your favorite tunes from the 90s, from the Blink-182s to the Backstreet Boys to the Britney Spears and a whole lot more. So head on over this coming Saturday, February 1st uh, at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to celebrate myself, the host of the Roman Show's birthday, this coming Friday, February 1st. All right, guys, when I get some stuff out here, make sure you follow us on our socials. That's at the Roman Show on Twitter, Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram, and on our YouTube. That's youtube.com forward slash rromano 201 Make sure you subscribe. we got some great interviews available. we got uh, an interview right now with uh, Rafael the Turn Alves who will be competing in the March 15th event for Titan FC for the title. Uh, soon we'll also be having um, Kamaru Usman, who will be taking on Tyrone Woodley for the UFC welterweight title. Check out that interview uh, very, very soon on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and subscribe and check out some of the great stuff that we have available for you guys. And visit our website, theromanshow.com, where it's always available 24-7. Catch up on some of the great stuff that we have done here in previous episodes. Um, also, some interviews uh, that you see there on our website that you could only catch right here on The Roman Show exclusively. So, check that out, theromanshow.com. 
Visit uh, collarandelbowbrand.com. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. Visit the website and get yourself a brand new t-shirt to start off the year. Hey, it makes a great Valentine's gift. All right, collarandelbowbrand.com is the website. Use the promo code, The Roman Show, all in caps. That's The Roman Show, all in caps. And you will get a percentage off your purchase from collarandelbowbrand.com. Check out the winter designs that they have available. You got to get yourself a collar and elbow t-shirt. Available right now. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. All right, let's get things going here. Let's talk a little bit of pro wrestling coming up next on Reality Check. Well, WrestleMania season has officially started, and it all started with the Royal Rumble. Seth Rollins won the Men's Royal Rumble, and Becky Lynch won the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Overall, in my opinion, way too long. It's over five hours of action. The Rumble just dragged and dragged and dragged and dragged. Um... Jeff Jarrett was a surprise, but it wasn't really, it didn't have that shock value. I think that uh, they should have done a little better with that. There were no, like, um, no surprises that really just makes you get off your seat and say, oh my God, oh, he's back. It was the last year, Rey Mysterio made a comeback. No one expected that. Um, It it, it lacked, it lacked the shock, in my opinion. I think that it, it needed some of that shock value, um, it just it, it did what it was supposed to do, but it it it, it didn't deliver, especially with the women's uh, battle royal, royal rumble. Um, most of the surprises were from NXT. We didn't see a Lita, we didn't see a Tish, Trish. Not that we wanted to see them, we saw them last year. But how about a Layla or an AJ Lee? I mean, so many women are available um, that could have been part of this rumble, yet they did not appear. And very qualified, might I add. Nonetheless, Brock Lesnar retained the title. Yes, the match was pretty decent, I think. I know many people wanted Finn Balor to win, to change the course of the WWE. But must I add that they did a pretty good job because for a moment there, you thought that Finn Balor was actually going to win the title. But that never happened. Either way, you can see Brock Lesnar... In WrestleMania, defending the title once again, he is the draw. They're giving, they're putting all their marbles on Brock Lesnar, and Oscar retained her title. Daniel Bryan retained his title, and Ronda Rousey returned her retained her title. So pretty much all the champions kept their titles. The Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks match I thought was good, setting up that four horsewomen versus four horsewomen at a future uh, pay per view. As you know, the four horsewomen of NXT and then the four horsewomen of MMA who made their way into the world wrestling entertainment. That's what we can expect one day or, or, or another. But I would have loved to see this in Survivor Series, but we might get it perhaps at one of these pay-per-views, Elimination Chamber or, or anything like that. But it's going to happen. They're just setting it up. They're setting it up. But I think that the match itself was really good. Listen, in my hat off to Ronda Rousey, you know, in, in a year, in a year, she has done phenomenal things. You know, many people 
are in the business for years and they still can't get things right. Ronda Rousey has taken this thing in one year and has made it seem like she's been a pro wrestler all her life. So kudos to Ronda Rousey. And, and, and speaking of Rousey, there were rumors that WrestleMania might be her last match for now because she wants to start a family. Um, as far as that goes, we don't have anything concrete. That's all rumors. And Ronda Rousey herself said, hey, you know, lay off what my personal life. I'll let you guys know exactly what I'm going to do. As for now, she is the woman's Raw champion. And we can anticipate to see a very, very major battle at WrestleMania. And perhaps maybe get the women to main event WrestleMania. I think now is the time. You have Ronda Rousey. She is a huge name. She's she's in Hollywood. Baddest woman in the planet at one point in mixed martial arts. She opened up uh, so many doors for women, women in MMA. And in general, I would say. So why not give Ronda Rousey the main event spot against another lady? It, it would be a history and the women deserve it. Because there are times that the women do a whole lot better than the men. And that's just the honest truth. Now, during the Royal Rumble, there was an incident where one of the staff members of the WWE told a fan to remove his AEW t-shirt. If you go back, way back to the 90s, when the WCW and WWE were around at the time and they were battling, they would do such a thing. WWE would go up and tell people to remove their t-shirts. Well, get that to the point. Now, I think the funniest thing here, the, the funniest thing is that AEW, as of right now, is a company and is pretty much a concept because they haven't really technically had an event yet. They're not on TV. All they have is merchandise. That is it. And they put out the word. But they haven't had an official event. That's not going to happen until May. And the WWE is taking them very seriously. If they're telling fans to remove their AEW t-shirts. Because they didn't want to give them any press. Or any publicity. So I think the WWE is definitely eyeing uh, what they're doing. And, and so much so that they're hiring guys like Sanjay Dutt, Dutt Abyss, Jeff Jarrett. Hurricane Helms, guys that have been in the Indies know who the people are and they are hiring them as producers, trainers, because they have an eye for those people out in the Indies. They know who to get. They know who's hot. They know who's not. So I think that although many people might be pushing the button on WWE because of what we've seen, especially right now with the Royal Rumble and, and, and the production and the content that we've been receiving that has been very predictable I think they were on to something. And I think that as we get closer to AEW's launch on television, I think that the WWE is going to step up their gear. Now, if you've noticed, they are teasing the whole intergender by putting in Nia Jax with his men. All right? That's something that has been a very long time since we saw that. We saw it also on Monday Night Raw. Nia Jax and Dean Ambrose looking, giving a look at each other. So it's just a matter of time until we see more of this, perhaps even an intergender title. So give the WWE an opportunity. They are doing what you would like to see, but in a different manner, in a different tone. 
dedicated those for the family, for the kids, because those those are their that's their demographic. That's who they want to target. They want to target the kids. And, and let's be honest. You know, you could reach for the thirty year olds and forty year olds. They they sure they they have their money. They could take their kids. But they are the future. And, and <laughs> listen, they did it before, and they'll do it again. The WWE cat captured the audiences of the young ages in the 80s, kept that same group in the 90s, all the way to 2000, and even still see them. Now they're parents who are feeding this content to their children. So they know what they're doing. They're not fools. And I think that as we get closer to the launch of AEW on television, WWE is going to step up their game. Even though they're not indirectly or directly challenging each other or competing against each other because they're not on the same time or on the same day. They're more than likely going to be on a Tuesday. Although AEW hasn't confirmed it, but it seems that that's, that's what they're heading for. That's still, those are fans that are going to be catering to that and say, hey, maybe I wouldn't even bother watching Raw or SmackDown. I think I'll get enough wrestling with AEW. So be on the lookout. I think that this is a very positive uh, turn of events, and it's just a matter of time until wrestling, pro wrestling, is great again. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to welcome in Gregory of the band Saved by the 90s. And Saved by the 90s is a cover band, and they do such phenomenal cover songs from the 90s, from Weezer, from Blink-182. Uh, I think I even heard Smashing Pumpkins in there. Goo Dolls, so much more. Uh, amazing stuff. These guys will definitely light up the party. And as mentioned earlier in the program, my birthday is on February 1st, that Friday, and we are going to party at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale with the boys of Saved, boys and girls of uh, Saved by the 90s. Get your tickets right now. That's Ticketmaster.com. And let's go party. Uh, I'm, t- I'm turning 37. I have no shame in my age. I, I feel great. I, like, I think I look great. But I can tell you that I feel healthy uh, probably even better than when I was in my 20s, to be honest. Uh, so there's no shame. And I know a lot of guys out there, they have children now, and they let themselves go, and they have this dad bod. Well, on the contrary to that, I made a personal promise that I would not get there. And and if I saw myself getting there, then I would definitely do something. So, you know, thankfully and thank God I'm healthy. I I have a great family with a a great wife and a a beautiful baby. Um, Parents are alive. My wife's parents are alive. They're healthy as well. So I can't ask for anything else. But to those people out there in their late 30s, mid-30s, who think they just gave up on life for whatever reason, uh, you're not, man. Life is still going. You're still young. You're still young at heart. You got to keep going no matter what the difficulties or the challenges that you have in life. As long as you're breathing, you can do anything in this world, man. All right, well, we're going to party it up. Saved by the 90s, Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. Get your tickets available right now. Ticketmaster.com. And we're going to party up with the boys and girls of Saved by the 90s. Can't wait to jump up and down. Maybe a little pig going at Revolution. Coming up next, Gregory of Saved by the 90s.
back, everyone, to the Roman Show. And listen, I'm excited. February 1st is my birthday, and uh, this band is coming to town in South Florida at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to rock it out uh, at Revolution Live. We have Gregory of, ladies and gentlemen, Saved by the 90s. These guys cover classic songs from the 90s. And, man, I, I've seen some of the videos, and i got to tell you, it's a whole lot of fun. Greg, thanks so much for taking time and uh, speaking to us here on the Roman Show. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So I know you guys, you travel all over the country. In fact, uh, one of my friends actually checked you out on uh, in Orlando. But always a good time with you. Um, you know, when it comes to cover songs, there's a challenge to it. It's not just covering the song. So in your take, you know, what are some of the challenges and what do you guys do to these songs so you get an extra flavor, you know, your, your, your spice to it? Yeah, no, for sure. Actually, oddly enough, we're on our way to Orlando right now. We're playing House of Blues tonight. Uh-huh. Um, so a typical show, you know, we'll play around 30, 35 songs, two sets. Um, we do add our own flair to the cover songs. Um, some of them are by the book, you know, some of the classics we'll do, like, I want it that way. You know, we'll, we'll play exactly how it's recorded with the harmonies. Um, you know, but other things, like, uh, we'll add our own flair to it. Like, um, a couple of NSYNC songs we do, you know, a little bit heavier, a little more rocked out with some guitar harmonies and um, different harmonies that might not be on the record. And, uh, you know, we just try to make it so that the crowd can get into it and that it's more of a show and an experience and a party and not just, you know, a band at a local dive bar playing you know, some, some crappy cover songs. <laughs> so how do you guys choose these songs? You say you have two sets. Do you guys randomly choose it the day of, or do you have a plan already? Yeah, no, over the years, it's been a little trial and error. You know, we've we've tried some songs that we thought were going to work really well, and then it, it's been crickets. But then <laughs> other songs where we were like, no, no one's going to remember this, or no one's going to, you know, appreciate it. Those songs have gone over huge, so... We, we, we got a list of songs that we can choose from. You know, I think we're in like the 60s or 70s now for songs that are in the rotation. Um, so every show we try to throw in something new. If it's a venue we've played before, we try to change the set list. So if anyone comes to see us for the second time, they're not seeing the exact same show. When you said some songs come to create, you know, no one really gave a feedback to, which is one of those songs that you guys played that you guys probably oh, think it's a good song, but it, the crowd's like, eh, we're not into this. Uh, it's funny. Um, I mean, we're all, you know, heavy rock fans from mm-hmm. back when we were in high school. And, you know, we've thrown in a couple of Food Fighters songs here and there that I guess the younger generation or the people that come to the shows didn't appreciate it the way we thought they would. Um, but we still had a blast playing the songs. Um, I'm trying to think of other stuff that doesn't go over well. Um, Oddly enough, every time we play Closing Time by Semisonic, yes. that doesn't really go over too well, which wow. is shocking to me. Um, yeah, it's, it's just weird, and it depends on the crowd, too. So, you know, certain venues and certain age groups appreciate, you know, older rock songs like you know, the Gin Blossoms or, you know, more Goo Goo Dolls type stuff, Matchbox 20, mm-hmm. and then... There's other shows where all they want are NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and Spice Girls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so is it sometimes when you're on stage, you kind of just call an audible and say, hey, you know what, let's do this song instead? Oh, yeah, no, more so cutting songs. You know, like, we'll have 
too many on the set list, and then we'll get to something, and we'll all kind of look at each other and say, yeah, nope, next one. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, I think the list we have now has just gone over well, and we're, we have a lot of staples that we stick with. And uh, for information, you can visit jointherevolution.net for ticket information, or just visit theromanshow.com for details. Now, it's just you guys? You don't guys have an opening band? It's just you guys just straight from the cuff? For February 1st? Yeah. Uh, February 1st, there's going to be a DJ. I'm not sure who it is, but typically we do, you know, doors open, the DJ will spin for a while, and then we'll play a first set, take like a 15-minute break, and the DJ will come back on, and then, uh, you know, we'll close out the night with all the bangers. Now, aside from Saved by the 90s, you also are a part of Take This to Your Grave. Tell us about that band. Yeah, so um, all the guys in that band were all, you know, best friends. We hang out all the time. And we were looking around. We're all emo kids at heart, you know, through high school. We listened to all Fall Out Boy, My Chemical Romance, all those bands. And we, we saw that a lot of people have been DJing emo nights around the country doing really, really well. And we said, well, there's no one doing a live band version of that where they just play all the same similar songs, but it's a show it's not just the dj um so you know maybe it took us i don't know four or five months and we learned a whole, whole set list like say by the 90s just emo and pop punk songs and uh we played our first show at revolution last august and it was same so you know now we're just doing that on the side for fun and uh we just played at revolution again last friday and it was bananas um we had our friend John from Boys Like Girls fly down and he played drums for, you know, their hit song, The Great Escape. Um, we had some other buddies come out on stage and it was just a huge party. Oh, that is absolutely awesome. Looking forward to all the action on February 1st, uh, Saved by for the sure. 90s. And I, I, and I like the gear that you guys come into. So total, totally 90s, you know, from the Saved by the Bell series. I mean, you guys go all in. Oh, it's funny you say that. We played in New Orleans at House of Blues New Orleans uh, a few months ago and Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell oh. came out and um, he, he was on stage with us the whole show and he's, <laughs> he's amazing his name's Dennis Haskins yeah. um, and it's so funny he follows me on Instagram now and will like like my photos and it's like the most surreal thing that you know the principal from Saved by the Bell is He's so involved in our band and loves what we're doing, and it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, he's he's a funny character. He's also a big pro wrestling fan. That oh, is... he's the man. He's so <laughs> funny. He stayed at the same hotel with us too in New Orleans, and it was he's a he's a riot. <laughs> That's cool. Well, Greg, I want to thank you so much, and you can uh, visit the website SavedByThe90s.com for more details in the band. And, and you do also uh, private uh, concerts or performances, right? We do, yeah. We do weddings, we do corporate events. Um, we'll, we'll throw a party anywhere anyone wants us to be. So, so you can check out the website savedbythe90s.com for more details. Greg, I'm looking forward to partying with you guys uh, on my birthday on February 1st in uh, Fort Lauderdale at the Revolution Live. Everyone, get your tickets right now. It's going to be a great night. February 1st, Friday night. You can't get any better than that. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown.
Alright guys, well, um, talk here a little MMA, a little music, a little bit of everything. By the way, did you guys get to hear the new Bring Me the Horizon album? I'm a huge Bring Me the Horizon uh, fan. Huge. Love those guys. Seen them a couple of times. Uh, I got to miss them. They were in Orlando this past weekend. Nonetheless, their music is phenomenal. They, they, they're just at another level. However, I must say, Ammo. I know they're trying to be different. I, I, I know they're trying to go on a different route. Many bands do this. Metallica did it uh, or has done it. Linkin Park totally did it. They went to the whole electronic side. And that's what Bring Me the Horizon has done. They only have like maybe four or five songs. They really have some rock into it. The rest has a little te- a lot of techno and, and singing. Um, I don't want to say the word disappointing because I, I respect creativity but at the same time i i man I, I was ready i was i was just anticipating for some after the the previous album um that's the spirit which was was awesome i mean every song there was just amazing i don't think i could say the same for ammo and and, and it, you know you, you start off with with that's the spirit and you have to wait four years and we get this, you would think that they would really take a break and try to outdo themselves with that's the spirit. Uh, but Ammo, I don't seem, or in my opinion, I don't think they're at that level. I don't think that they they got better when it comes to the music. I think that they're just trying to really play or explore, which is okay, which is cool. I mean, if if I have to as a fan, if I have to sit here and wait two more years to like get my metal stuff, I'm okay with that. Because again, there are some songs there that are are pretty good. Sugar, Honey, Ice, and Tea is another good one of mine. And Heavy Metal is another cool one and where he basically calls out people that say that they're not metal anymore. Um, but man, I mean, this is a band who, who at one point was super duper heavy. Like beyond heavy. And this album, Ammo, really just does a complete 360. Um, a lot of vocals, a lot of, of, of electronic music behind, not that they didn't use it before, but if you are a fan of Bring Me the Horizon, um, and I, I've seen some of the comments from the fans, I, I don't seem that they, they're really too head over heels over this album. But if you look at Sepaternal, uh, there is a hell, believe me, uh, I've seen it, Suicide Season, that is crazy, those albums. Count your blessings, insane. Uh, but this is not the Bring Me the Horizon that we have right now with Ammo. Completely different route. Again, it takes a little bit of time for you to Get used to it. And it's okay. Again, I, I, I appreciate music and for what it is. But for, for whom they were or are, it's a different route. I will tell you this. The Papa Roach album, that one's a fun, track, a fun um, record to listen to. Uh, they, they did a great job. Not, not, not as good as the previous one with uh, Crooked Teeth and Fear. Uh, but who do you trust? It's kind of fun to listen to. It has, has a 
more than enough songs there that you can definitely jam and uh, rock out to, especially some of the slow songs uh, that come around uh, I'm a big fan of. And Maniac is another one as well. But but really like Come Around and Elevate is a it's a inspiring song with an inspiring harmony. But <sighs> Bring Me the Horizon, man. It's like it's like you kinda of broke my heart. Again, I'll do credit. I, I I still want to see them no matter what. But I I, I expected a little more heavier stuff. But we'll give it a chance. You know, maybe I'll keep listening more and I'll see if I um put this album up there with the rest of theirs. All right, let's talk some uh, mixed martial arts. Chris Cyborg allegedly, or not allegedly, because they did get a picture of her, uh, was at the WWE's Performance Center. Uh, of course, we all remember Cyborg was knocked out by Amanda Nunes in the, in, uh, back in December. And now, um, we don't know what the future holds. She has been teasing that she would want to be part of the world wrestling entertainment or pro wrestling. Remember, Ronda Rousey is there, so how sweet would it be that we get to see Cyborg versus Ronda? It didn't happen inside the octagon, but it'll happen in a pro wrestling ring. Either way, it'll be interesting to see what is the future for Chris Cyborg, and I won't be surprised if the WWE gets her if the opportunity is there. Speaking of pro wrestling and mixed martial arts, Jack Hager, a.k.a. Jack Swagger, well, he had a great debut in mixed martial arts. He defeated his opponent, J.W. Kaiser, by submission in the first round. Listen, Jack Hager, Jack Swagger is, an, is not and, and, and is nothing compared to CM Punk. Many people thought that he was going to choke. Now, granted, the guy he was fighting, he ain't no top-notch fighter, but hey, a fight to fight. And, but Jack Hager looked like a beast in there. His, his reach, his condition. I'm not telling you this guy's going to be a champion anytime soon. It's going to take us some time. Uh, but does he have a future? Can he compete? Sure. Remember, he's an excellent wrestler. And once you have wrestling down, that's pretty much the basis of it. So I think he's going to have a pretty good career inside the cage. How sweet would it be if maybe Bobby Lashley returns to MMA and uh, he takes on Jack Hager one-on-one. That'd be a fun fight to watch. So kudos to Jack Hager for making his debut and being victorious. But one guy that... Well, don't be shocked if we hear that he has been... Or he is announcing his retirement. And that is Felio Emilio He was knocked out by Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader becomes the first champ-champ simultaneous two-division champ in Bellator... Uh, Bader knocked him out. He knocked him out in the first round, clean, and Fedor went to sleep. And that's pretty much that's all she wrote for uh, that one-time unstoppable Russian heavyweight. Now Chael Sonnen and Tito Ortiz are calling out Ryan Bader. Now, with all due respect to Chael and Tito, especially Chael, Chael was defeated by Fedor, and now he's asking for a title shot. That makes no sense to me. Tito just defeated Chuck Liddell, who has not fought God knows how many how many years, um, and now he wants a shot at Ryan Bader. And, and that's the thing with Bellator. You know, Chael Sonnen is was released by the UFC because it's just 
didn't have what you know takes to be inside the octagon. Same thing with Tito. And mind you, they've done a, a lucrative career uh, leaving the UFC, and there is life after the UFC. There's no doubt about that. But I'm sorry, um, Cheo and Tito. Just stop trying to piggyback off of, of, of Bader's success here. Bader's a, you know, he's he's transitioned very well in Bellator, and he's done a great job. I think that he's a he's a different person than what he was in the in the UFC. No doubt about that. You can see in his striking and his, his crisp. Um, would the, the UFC get him back? Never say never. You know, maybe win a couple of more times. Meet, you know, beat some some younger guys, and I think you might have uh, an opportunity. Uh, Ryan Bader, in fact, even said that he would like to fight uh, Daniel Cormier, the champ champ of the UFC. Of course, that's not going to happen because Bader is no longer there. Um, but it'd be pretty interesting to see. Uh, so let's see. Let's see what Fedor Melenko. Let's see if he does announce his retirement. In my opinion, Scott Coker has said, "Listen, you don't have to fight anymore." In my opinion, yeah, that, that's it, dude. Fedor, thank you very much. You've done a phenomenal job, but uh, just hang it up. Just hang it up. And lastly, I like to talk about Titan FC because wow, what a great event that was. In Fort Lauderdale, Jason Suarez kept his featherweight title. But what a freaking contest. What a great fight card. Every single thing available is amazing. Head on over to the UFC Fight Pass and you can check out the entire Titan FC 52. And trust me, you'll thank me later. And make sure you get tickets available very soon for the March 15th event. That's going to be at the same place, Extreme Action Park, on March 15th. So make sure you grab that there and put that on your calendars. Well, guys, with that being said, I hope to catch every single person on this Friday. This Friday, February 1st at the uh, Revolution Live as we get to party and celebrate my birthday, 37 years old, was saved by the 90s at Revolution Live in Fort Lauderdale. Get your tickets right now available at Ticketmaster.com. Guys, we'll catch you this Friday. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard. Party on. <laughs>